As a duly designated representative of the city, I order you to cease any and all supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or to the nearest convenient parallel dimension. <laughs> Sorry. He slimed me. This is what it sounds like when you get slimed. Oh. Lord. Well, it, I mean, I mean, at least there's less screaming. That's true. It just happens. Just let it happen. Yeah, definitely played the spoiler alert sound because we got a bunch of them. Yes, welcome to Just Another Stupid Podcast. Where we're going, we don't need any rails. That's right. We have virtual Joe. Beyondo. Version Beyondo Joe. Joe. Beyondo Joe. Hey. Hey. You say that, and all I, st- I still just only picture like Jay Leno's disembodied head floating around. Yep. <laughs> that was a great segment. Anyway, what are we doing together? What we talk about? So, are we hitting Ghostbusters or first, or are we hitting Doom Patrol first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's not an answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an agreement. That's not an answer. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I think there's more to talk about with Ghostbusters than Doom Patrol, so let's do Doom Patrol first. So come back in five minutes if you don't want to listen to Doom Patrol. <laughs> Even though we led the show off with the Ghostbusters <laughs> theme, now we're going to Doom Patrol. Oh, uh, let's see. Welcome to Jazz. Yes, on the fly because it's more fun. What was that song? The song. Has everyone seen it? Yes. Okay. I hope so. I watched, I watched it fairly quickly, yeah. Leave it to Doom Patrol to take like a French song from the 60s and make it fun. I'm just going to be like echoed through the whole episode. <laughs> oh my God. We are 12 years old. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, 12. I'll give us 12. Yeah, we're not five. Come on. I have a five year old. She doesn't have that highbrow humor. <laughs> this has nothing on my in laws' Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> really? <laughs> well. Maybe we should have done a Thanksgiving podcast. Do it. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, he's just yakking on a bone. He'll get it up. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, Adam's favorite new set. <laughs> totally. So, yeah. Doom, so Doom Patrol, now that we've played the song and we're trying to talk about it. Yes, this was season three, correct? Yes. Yeah. Seems like uh, everybody... Much better than season two. Yeah. Season two some... practically annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah, there were some good things in season two, but yeah, overall it was like it's uh, like their their level of dysfunction had not been higher than in season two. And in this yeah. season it got a lot better. This season they tried to take care of their problems. Yes. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> in their own way. 
Yeah, um, the chief finally dies and becomes a disembodied head, which is just a great story. And it brought back what's like his beyond though. Yeah, yes, he turned into Biondo. <laughs> really cool actor that always plays. He was in um, Firefly, and he plays like the Constantine character. You, like he played Crowley in Supernatural. Yeah, I can't remember the actor's name. There's so many freaking people in this show. I don't know either. I can't. Ever, I can't ever remember his name. I just know he's Crowley. Shoot, his dad was in like. Star Trek Six, Babylon Five, yeah. Um, My uh, Mark Shepard, yes, Shepard. Uh, his father was. Um, That's right, Shepard. He plays Willoughby Kingplin, Kipling. Yep, that one too. Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> Willoughby Kipling, uh, one of those uh, DC characters that I don't know, but basically is Constantine. Like a, I didn't realize uh, that was his dad. Wow. Morgan Shepard was his father. Yeah. Morgan Shepard. Sorry. I, I scrolled have very similar voices. All right. So just because uh, this tells you how how I watched this, what happened to the monkey daughter character? Oh, she went away to do another show. How did they write her off? Because I don't even remember the monkey that. daughter. <laughs> did she disappear with the, with the ghost people? With the ghost investigator guys, oh, she'll be ever forever known as Monkey Daughter. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean that's what it the is. Monkey the Monkey Daughter girl. Uh, she left Dorothy Spinner. Yes, Dorothy. Yeah, didn't she left leave with? Entry. Yeah, the ghost, the ghost hunters. The I wondered if that's when she disappeared because I really didn't pay attention to that episode very well. See, I think they're, I think they're actually doing a Doom Force show. Which is why the joke at the end, where they're like, "What do we yeah. call ourselves?" Spoiler force. Ah, and Cliff starts yelling, "Damn force!" And they all think he's <laughs> an idiot. Like, no, I think that name's already taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me check her IMD. No, nope. nothing on it yet. But I, I thought I read somewhere that they were gonna do that with that character, have her do the Doom Force show, sort of be the, the link between the two. I don't know. That we'll would see. be neat. She's certainly an interesting character, and the other people on the team seemed like they might be interesting. So, you monkey daughter, <laughs> you monkey daughter person. Oh, uh, I I enjoyed this season because <clears throat> like Doom Patrol at its finest, like just as zany and off the wall and yeah. weird as they could possibly be. Just totally random. It's like. Like when Rita goes and finds the um, the sisterhood of the Dada, which the name <laughs> itself is just oh my gosh, and the dude with the bike wheel that creates like it's just, just everything is so chaotic in this show. Yeah. By the end of every episode, you're just like, I love this show. It's so stupid. <laughs> well, like one lady is literally fog, and yep. yet she can make you. Uh, she can. She has like psychic abilities of some sort. A little bit psychic. So like the fog becomes a holodeck. <laughs> what about Michelle Gomez? Fantastic. Is Madame Rouge? As soon as I saw she was going to be in the season, I was like, dude, I have to watch this. I I'm sure I read that somewhere, but I did not remember. So when she showed up, I was like, oh, <laughs> a new like chief character, Smithy. 
Yeah, I was actually surprised when she showed up because I didn't, I don't follow the show when it's not on television. So when she showed up, I'm like, oh, I hope she's a reoccurring. And yeah, she was in yes. <clears throat> pretty much every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she showed up, and as soon as they finished the Dorothy, the sorry, the monkey daughter. <laughs> She showed oh, up at the end of she showed up at the end of the first episode. That's where his monkey daughter disappeared. Then her okay. uh, the time machine burled up through the ground. How funny, Missy in a time machine. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Jane called her. You you can't. She called her Doctor Who at one point for some reason because she was time traveling. I guess. Yes. Like, hey, Doctor Who. You can't just or you can't just Doctor Who your your way out of this. Or something. <laughs> you look at her like what? like you don't know very much then that is a fun plot device for time traveling though to have your you basically forget your memories for an yeah uh, Yeah. out of time that's pretty cool or as long as the plot requires it yeah (laughs) has it been a day no (laughs) (laughs) wow i don't i don't really know what else to say about the season it it um it was basically Rita Farr's season. It sort of yes. seemed like, you know. Yeah, she's the one that kind of changed the most. Yeah, she's kind of the main character. I will say Cliff annoyed the shit out of me this season. He, see, I was he wasn't say, as annoying as last year. Yeah, I didn't think he was quite as annoying at all. Well, okay, so <laughs> that may be that may be the case, but for in comparison to the rest of the people's story, this season he was the most annoying. Yeah, well, he's always the most annoying. because he was the most he was the he was the one that just kept ignoring what was trying to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's all shouty and annoying, and I'm like, just shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's shut up and go away, Rob, robot boy. <clears throat> I did like that Brendan Fraser was actually on set. Yeah, a lot. Uh-huh. I was just gonna say I'm glad he got to act a bit instead of just doing voiceover. Yeah, he's such a cool guy. It seemed like. It's time, and he's just like walking around. Hey, and the guy who does Larry, which is, which I like, I like yeah, him because he was on. Uh, I, I, where did I watch him from? Uh, Blue collar. Oh, he's on that. He was the he was the the cat the cat burglar guy on Blue Collar. Meow. That's where I that's where I was introduced to him as an actor. The guy who does Larry. Hmm. I don't know if I've seen him on anything. He's on a very cheesy space movie that I have on Plex. Hmm. I'll check that out. Yep. Seemed like every character had a lot of um, development this season. Positive development, not like last season where it all just kind of turned into a train wreck. Yeah, it was interesting um, exploring Jane's little girl K mm-hmm. and that backstory and how the, the one, the older lady, the like teacher lady was trying to basically take over yeah. primary and eventually does by the end of the season. She called her Dr. Preparation H. <laughs> <laughs> I love all her um, personalities, but you didn't, you really just saw the personalities in her head the whole season you didn't see him like right. come out and do the superpowers this year so it was like right. oh, it's kind of disappointing so i i kind of hope if they do a season four they go a little heavier on that next time because except the one time that flip came out and teleported them yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah, most of the time it was not going on. Uh, Larry's story wasn't particularly interesting. Basically, the space slug that becomes his negative zero thing again. New symbiote or whatever. It was weird. I I thought Cliff's was pretty good. Him dealing with all his crap. Cliff's was good once they finally did something with it. Leading up to that, you're like, come on, not another repeat of, of season two. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he finally, Cyborg finally got past some stuff. Cyborg is the one that annoyed me this season. Yeah, he's like, I want, he's, he's like Data. I want to be human, but I am human, but I'm not human. But he's not, like, enduring like Data is. <laughs> he's more just annoying little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the zombie episode? That was, <laughs> that was funny. Interesting. I, I giggled the whole time. That was probably the best episode. <laughs> well, they had like um, they had captions. They were just standing there going, rawr, 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 and then it's like the captions are at the bottom of what they're saying. Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. And then the only thing they could understand was brain. I kept going, how are they going to take them back from dying and becoming zombies? <laughs> like, that's sort of... It a... doesn't matter, because it's Doom Patrol. Just know, in zombies the end, wanna... they won't be zombies. Zombies want to eat brains, because that's what cures zombieism. If somebody would just tell everyone in the Walking Dead universe that, then we would be fine. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Okay. <laughs> the Brotherhood of Evil I thought was hilarious. Oh yeah, that's where the song came from that I played. Yes. Yeah, it was actually the guy who voices the uh the gorilla singing it. That's why I thought it was yeah, really- right. oh cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how does the gorilla not age? I mean I get the brain, you know, living in his little brain suit, but <laughs> how does the gorilla not age over fifty years? He's French. <laughs> He's French. He drinks wine and eats the cheeses. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. But basically, they all kind of face their their own dysfunction, their own demons, or whatever. And over, and, uh, it finally moves the story forward a little bit. Yep. Yeah. And there was a giant robot. Giant robot wandering through a cornfield. Talk to Doctor Who. Here's, cars. here's the giant robot sound or scene ready <laughs> that was after they that was after they got home oh yeah that's right and like i can't stop the robot it's gonna stomp the baseball stadium or whatever yeah <laughs> and then giant, people listening to this giant haven't seen this show they're like i have no fucking idea what's going on <laughs> yeah you should probably um watch the things we talk about first and then we're just bsing about the show that we watched and then then we end up with giant rita which i did not expect to happen oh yeah that's cool the uh 50 foot woman yep hey i'm going to be a giant and stop you like joe's actually here i did my embiggen and now i'm gonna pass out Uh, (sighs) anybody have any orange slices (laughs) 
Got any I don't think I have that sound. Start it. It was on his thing. Uh, I don't know. That's just about every episode we do right there. <laughs> no. Every episode is like this. I'm a fire in my labor! <laughs> if you like the first two seasons, go watch the third. And if you didn't like the second season, you will like the third. Yeah, definitely better. <laughs> yeah. Better. Wrap up all those stories. Go into full Doom Force. I mean, Doom Patrol mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought the whole thing with the candlestick or the candle maker or whatever, I thought that ended rather abruptly. Yeah, and I wonder if that was a casualty of COVID because I think that's about when they finished that or something like that. The coof. The coof. Uh, that's probably Egyptian word, right? <laughs> Kuafu? Egyptian word for but <clears throat> Hey, I have that sound. Let's talk about the fun thing now. Yes. The fun thing. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> Ghostbusters meets marching band. It yeah, sounds that. like Ghostbusters meets meets marching band meets Jumanji. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> All right. This chick is toast. <laughs> okay. Where do you guys want to start? At the beginning. All right. Let's start with this. Go see the movie. Jeez. Yeah. If you haven't already. If, if you haven't already, why the hell not? We're going to spoil it for you. Yeah. Dana's seen it twice. I'd like to see it twice. I want. I almost went with you guys, with you and Daniel, the, on Sunday, but that was way too late for me. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Uh, that was Sunday. So then I think Wednesday night I got home. I wasn't home five minutes. And my sister texted me. It's like, "Hey, we're going to go see Ghostbusters. Is it good for the kids?" Oh yes. <laughs> and, like she already knew, but she just wanted to make sure. The main. And I was like, "Where are you seeing it? I will join you in what time." The main characters are kids. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, okay, let's let's start there. <clears throat> Children. 2016 Ghostbusters. Okay? Does not no, exist. No, no, no. That doesn't exist. No, no, no. Uh, but I got to make a comparison. 2016 Go- Ghostbusters is made for w- one reason, right? Uh-huh. We have to have women doing everything. Okay. Uh-huh. I have no problem with that. <laughs> you need it to make sense in a story. So, of course, they didn't. They just winged the whole thing, and it sucked. Yep. This, Afterlife, does a similar goal. Let's have not only a girl be the main character, but a kid. And a 15-year-old kid, by the way, who then outacts all the people in that 20 20- <laughs> mm-hmm. You got outperformed by 15-year-old people. So, suck it! I just saw, and I realized they filmed this in, like, 2019. Uh, in Canada, eh? In, in Canada, eh? eh? Uh, Quebec. Quebec. Um, I saw her just yesterday in an interview on one of the talk shows, and she is the complete opposite of the character that she plays. Yeah, she's she's, she's blonde. She wears makeup. She had uh, like ha- hair down the middle of her back, and and already just very very talented and. Uh, I'm trying to remember her name. 
It's um, McKenna. McKenna Grace. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a fantastic actor. Apparently she was in uh, some scary movie. And I can't remember what the heck it was called now. They briefly, briefly mentioned it and showed a screenshot of her. From, and they said, you were very scary in that movie. She went, oh, thank you. I tried so hard. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that movie. she did a phenomenal job That's in this movie. And she, she was is. exactly like you would expect Egon's uh, granddaughter. Not just granddaughter, but somebody from Egon's descendancy to, to be. I uh, Let's touch on that because I think I know why they did those characters the way they did. Um, Dan Aykroyd, uh, who helped write all these films, not the 2016, obviously, <laughs> which is forever dead. We shall never mention it ever again. It does not exist. There, it's been flushed. We flushed it. <laughs> Goodbye. Damn it. Well, somebody's upset about that. I don't know who that was. <laughs> yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> okay, so Dan Aykroyd r- helped write these with Harold Ramis, which is why they're awesome, because mm-hmm. those guys are funny. But Dan Aykroyd has come out and said that he has... He has what? He's autistic. Dan Aykroyd is? Yeah. So autism is basically like a spectrum, is what they're discovering, especially... I did not realize that. And I think that's why he initially wrote the Harold Ramis's Spangler character, Egon, to be that way. And he definitely okay. is. If you know anybody in, in he, yeah, yeah, he is a bit like Aspergery. Well, not not necessarily Aspergery, because that's that's more of an extreme, but yeah, there's a spectrum. So um yeah, so he definitely has traits that I'm like, that's that has to be what they were going for in the eighties, which is pretty mm-hmm. amazing to begin with. And um it only makes sense that, you know. Oh, well, Dan Aykroyd's dealt with this stuff his whole life, so he understands. Okay. Then they were able to basically copy-paste that to this kid character, and she plays it beautifully. Like, Yes. Just like, it's just, it was perfect. And again, it's like, uh, they didn't come out and say, oh, we're making this movie for women, for kids, for people with autism. They just did right. it, and it fit a story, and it was perfect. This and movie... I, I just, and just, praise them all day long for that this movie is is equal parts continuation fan service and tribute yes yeah mm-hmm. and and really uh uh, uh almost a, a restart like we're gonna yeah. do yeah a it, new... it's a continuation and a like new beginning all in one yeah because i don't know if you've looked at the financials <laughs> of this movie but mm-hmm. it's doing well and it did not doing cost very me. well the, the, no, I have to bring the 2016 back out of the crapper. It cost twice the amount of money that this movie did, and it barely made its money back. <laughs> this thing may, almost made its money back in the first weekend. Yeah. I mean, that's when you, when you write a movie that people want to see instead of trying to push some kind of agenda, mm-hmm. then this is, a, this is a classic example of what people want to see, the type of movie people want to see. Exactly. They don't want and to be preached at. They don't want to be, you know, talked down to. They want something that honors the original and also offers a way forward. And in this case, honors one of the originals that's no longer with us. Yep. And they still fit in all the representation and it fits. Oh, my Lord. So it's like, it's great. 
there was so much fan service in this film. Like, like there were Easter eggs in almost every scene. It was crazy. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to see it again, just to be like looking in the background the whole time. Yeah, I'm sure I caught a lot of them, but man, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's apparently stuff that like people have caught that you're like, what? Really? Wow. Okay. The Hershey bar. <clears throat> the Hershey bar was in Egon's suit pocket because there was a scene in the very first Ghostbusters where Bill Murray ad-libbed the scene while they were talking and he pulls the Hershey bar out of his pocket and gives it to Egon and he goes, here, you've earned this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't written that way. He just did it because he had it in his pocket. And they, and they, they kept bar? it. I think it was a crunch bar, right? Or, or, yeah, Hershey Nestle Crunch Bar. Yeah, that's what it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, Nestle. Yeah, little stuff like that. Goodness, I'm sure we could sit here and Ugh. think of all of them. But Egon's uh, desk was just full of stuff. Like yeah. you saw a podcast wearing the little head thing that was supposed to yeah. read. Yeah. <laughs> oh. How about how about just the first, the beginning of the movie, where it's basically Egon trying to stop the end of the world. Yeah. And they didn't show his face once, but you knew who it was. You that itself from the profile, that, yeah. That was so good. And then shows how he dies, which is basically how the yeah. first, in the, how Dana got trapped in the first one when Gozer showed up. The arms come through mm-hmm. the chair and grab him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he... The fact that they used that style of, of thing to happen, that's what ended up causing his heart attack, was mm-hmm. kind of fitting. Yeah, it was really cool. Right. So, oh, did I do that? No, I did that. <laughs> so, did anyone else get epic chills the first time oh, that sound played in this movie? Oh man! Totally. Yeah. And then when they powered up, well, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. But uh, yes, as soon as soon as she goes, can you can you switch it on? Yeah. And he's looking for the switch, and he find, kind of finds it, and kind of like fumbles with it. Flip the switch and then it plays that. The... Exactly. <laughs> All the sound effects, even from the from the PKE meter, were the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little. The little... <laughs> no, no, you guys are missing. You guys are missing the best one. The the very beginning of the movie was a little ding 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 sound effects, and then it came in just like the first movie. Yeah. Oh no! I the library sounds like the sound yeah. that they play as the mm-hmm. scene in the library starts of the first movie. As soon as the as soon as this it, they you started hearing that in this one, I'm like, I just started like get, I'm like smiling. I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. It was it was amazing. Like it starts out really similarly to the way that the first movie did. So I know this is jumping around, but at when the, do we not jump around? At the end, the the CG, the CGI. Uh, Spangler. Yeah. I was so happy they didn't make him talk. Right. Yeah. I'm like, he, don't give him a voice. Just let him let him talk with with the CGI face, and that's it. And he, they did perfect job of that in this movie. He did a really good job of making it look like a combination of how Harold Ramis looked mm-hmm. and how Egon would have aged. Yeah. Right. They did a really great job, and I like that that the three. The three originals show up at the end and they help, which mm-hmm. ta-da, they save the day. <laughs> and they're like sitting there firing, and then she comes up and finally fires. Um, 
uh, Phoebe does. And, you know, they show that she's not doing it on her, her own. Harold, um, Egon. See his hand her. holding the... But they they panned so slowly to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it was just like, it built up emotionally that way. Oh, yeah. just, oh hey, there he is. No. They went so slow. It was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I am glad that Ray learned his lesson. Yeah. From the yeah. first one. When someone asks if you're a god, <laughs> you, say, you yes. say yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I like they they immediately all were like, Yes, we are all gods. Especially Winston, who's the one who told him in the first movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he looked at him, he's like, Ray. Ray. <laughs> they did a little bit of the um Ron Simmons damn where he's like standing there yes thinking I'm like oh, just say it <laughs> let's go um I will give props to Olivia Wilde for being a very good look very good close match to oh, is that who that was to the uh yeah, yeah that's who yeah. that was you know who did the voice no Gozer no Bob. it was um that the the lady from uh, the Expanse. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Spooky voice lady. I can never say her name because she's, uh, she's from like the Middle East or something. But um, Yeah, I kept looking at, at her going, man, the, whoever is playing Gozer, she sure looks familiar. It's Olivia <laughs> so Wilde. Olivia Wilde. That's cool. And after where I read that, I went, oh, that's why. Because she has very uh, when when that sh- when I was like, I'm like, okay, who are they going to get to play that if, that's ac- if, if that character is actually coming back? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that actually doesn't look half bad. <laughs> there is no mom, only Zool. Dude, I I laughed out loud when she said that. And it was such a quiet moment. And there was like five yeah. people in my theater at the time. Uh, early on Thursday. And I was like, <laughs> like, there is no mom, there's only Zool. And I was like, bah. So I will say, and I told and Adam. Adam and I talked about this after I saw it because him and I saw it first. To me, during the first like two thirds of the movie, the the mom and the boy character, uh, uh, the brother, completely things. took me out of the story every time they were on screen. Finn Wolfhard, <laughs> the mom coming in and basically going. It's science bad. Every five seconds in the first half of the movie just pissed me off every time she opened her mouth. Yeah, and and I told you then, I was like, it it definitely was annoying, and Trevor was annoying, but we know why. Because she was just like, my father left me for science. And it just completely tainted her whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Finn Wolfhard playing Trevor. Sorry, I can't say (laughs) his name correctly. (laughs) Well, and that kid was just a teenage boy, so he's annoying as crap. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah, take me away. Yeah. I love that he he went in the as soon as they get there and they go to that diner, he hits yeah. on that waitress girl, yeah. and all the guys <laughs> in the kitchen, the cooks were just like, "Whoa, good job, man!" Yeah, you think you got a chance for this? Well, and 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 me, he gets out of the car, and I'm like, "What the hell is up with this mom?" But yeah, yeah like she lets she him. She saw what he was doing. She was just I know. Over it's just girl. annoying. She, went, oh. <laughs> she literally said, "Oh, <laughs> no, you can't control children. It's impossible." It's just it, to me, it was annoying because she gave him far more leeway than she did her. From yep. most of that movie, well, like he, he could more... basically run off like that, and 
like the moment uh i can't even think of what what her character name is phoebe 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 uh the moment phoebe does something off in left field that's not her normal character it's immediately like hellfire and brimstone i'm like come on (laughs) yeah that's 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 parents I, I couldn't get over for a while just how tall and skinny Finn Wolfhard was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, man, he is tall and lanky now. At that yep. Stranger Things growth spurt. Yeah, I'm still used to him being a little kid. Yeah. Still a participant in the biggest interdimensional cross rip since the Tunguska Blast of 1909. Felt great. We'd like. Felt great. <laughs> okay. You said 1909. Yeah, you want to talk about that part? Yeah, that I was like, I was like, is that a typo? No, yeah. because the wall said 1908. 1908. So the actual thing did happen in 1908. And oh, they so they got it wrong in the first one. They they basically played it off like, oh, you know, he knows a lot of stuff and was just tired, so he forgot the number. I mean, he was tired. He got his years wrong. Because even I even I t- pointed that out to Deb after the after we got out of the movie. I'm like, that means Ray was wrong. Yeah, when he, he was, was quoting the fact, because the actually the according to the wall in here it was 1909. I'm like, eh. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, it's another tie-in. <laughs> so here's but, a, um, kind of an interesting. I don't know if it's interesting or not. It was to me. Um, so this movie is has been touted as a continuation from Ghostbusters one and two, mm-hmm. uh, and yet it seemed like they ignored everything about Ghostbusters two. <laughs> In this movie, no, <clears throat> because the first uh, mid-credit scene that had Peter and Dana together, and they she was wearing a wedding ring. Right, I know, I understand that, but I think Ecto, that Ecto One looked identical to it in the first movie. The second movie had like neon lights and all this stuff all over the top of it. Yeah, and now yeah. suddenly it looked like it did from 1984. And the ghost was putting the two. Was up. yeah, it didn't have the two. You know, I so, just. I, I feel like that's just a, a, they went back, you know, like think of it this way. Uh, business starts going down. So they like go back to the way it what originally was. Maybe people didn't like the new yeah. stuff. You know, they're trying everything they can before they have to shut shop down. And, and, and to me, the, the, the scene where Gozer's little area where they're coming back out of hell or whatever it was, a ghost trap mm-hmm. with the years is, is, brilliant story writing because it explains this giant gap and explains yeah. why there's suddenly no ghosts around and the Ghostbusters would have to go away because the entire first movie is them just like packing away ghosts from mm-hmm. all over the island mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they just go away that makes no sense and now we know yeah. why and and you could see at the end of 2021 that there was another two next to it so they could literally fill in. Hey, there's a there's something else that's going to happen. Five year mm-hmm. leap, ten year leap. You know, we could yeah. do another movie with the kids have all moved back to, or moved to New York, and you know the old guys are showing them how to do things. And um, the the very very end credit scene was Winston talking yeah. to um, Janine about you know how he became successful. And that I'll always be a Ghostbuster. Well, that means he's going to finance the whole operation, right? Yeah. Well, and and, I mean, there... and that end credit scene where they show the the should be a Starbucks uh, yeah. firehouse yeah. that's not a spar- Starbucks, and it still has, has the containment. Starbucks. So. Yeah. 
Um, it makes me it makes me think that Winston has been keeping the Ghostbusters going the whole time on the well, down. He's low. kept the building at least. Kept the building. Kept the containment yeah. center running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Barely. Danny, to a point, you're to a point. You're right. They kind of glossed over too, but there was a lot of hints to the fact uh, with like like what Adam's saying with the story with Winston, the story with Ray and his occult shop and. Yeah, the um, culture is there. There's apparently some stuff in Egon's mm-hmm. place that is from the second movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's definitely not that they ignored. They didn't it write it off, but they definitely were like, "Okay, this is more of a side." That was more of a side story, not the primary one. So in that final post-credit scene, where it shows Winston opening up the firehouse, and someone drives Ecto one in the front door. Yeah, there is a theory that the person driving the car is Oscar. Dana's Dana's son. Oh, Dana Dana's son. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be interesting. interesting. Cool tie-in. There's yeah. no way to you know you can you know, see who it is, but that would be one cool little fan service thing to bring. Well, they all obviously in. still live in New York, so. <clears throat> <Yeah>. <clears throat> It'd be pretty easy for Egon's family to just, I don't know, either move back to New York or the kids move back or I don't know, something. Yeah. Winston there's, there's, buy him a house. There's a lot of potential. And I'm pretty happy about it. So or, one of the things that I, and I don't know, I mean, if people haven't really watched the movies and understood what was happening in the first movie, when they got down into the mountain, down, down into the mine, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. And the three proton packs go off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold pushing it pushing the, the wave back. I'm like yeah, literally crossing the streams. <laughs> well they had to every the like too. I mean yeah, yeah. but no, basically Egon was like, Okay, we're gonna stop this and just set up this reoccurring machine to just cross the streams and push the tide back. Right. And I'm like, that's very cool. Yeah. Well and you could tell that it had not been used much because they didn't start getting high, high enough to get out. Mm-hmm. Just yep. recent. So that's, and that's why they started. And every time, and well, that also, like, that was also like the, the, why is the ground shaking ever in a town that has right. no fault lines? It's every time that proton pack, those proton packs went off to, to push it back. That was when it quaked. Yeah. That, that was the, that was the way to introduce uh, Paul Rudd's character. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he said how many months he had been tracking that they had been escalating and getting yeah. stronger. Yeah. It makes sense, especially after Egon had died. Yeah. And the giant freaking trap at the end. The only thing that's I thought that bad. was really odd was that they had Evo Shandor himself in the, in that room in a, in a tomb okay. or something. So, and he was played by J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> J.K. Simmons. Yes. He obviously just wanted to get in the movie. So yes. that actually wasn't odd at all. And I say that because I played the third video or the video game, the, um, the, the Ghostbusters video game that came out like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. written by Ramis and um, Dan Aykroyd. It was basically supposed to be the third movie plot that they originally wanted to do in the 90s. Mm. But, um, Bill Murray, you know, big timed him so many times and they couldn't get the freaking thing done. I'm like, why didn't they just write him out? Anyway, whatever. So in that, 
um, Evo Shandor is a big part of like everything that happens and Gozer comes back and they end up having to go onto the other side of the afterlife to finally defeat Gozer. And it was through mm. one of Evor Shandor's like ancient castles and it like comes up from the ocean and there, it's just, it's all this crazy stuff. <laughs> and he basically looks just like he did in the video game. And they did a really good job <laughs> of like, and a lot of this movie basically is the same story of that. Like, Oh, Evor did this stuff and he's trying to, just like he was in the first one, but it got interrupted so quickly. So it, they did a really good job of incorporating the basics of that story and turning it into this movie with the added, you know, family ties and the big time jump and all that stuff. So that's that's why he was there. He was crazy. And I love that they basically just had the second Gozer encounters him, she just like rips him in half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Bye. I don't care about you. Yeah. This is your lesson, kids. Don't oh, make say, Evo yeah, we're not doing anything with, with Evo anymore. I think Evo's He's done and Gozer's done. Hmm. Twice the man he used to be. Who do we have <laughs> left? Vigo? Yeah. The Carpathian? Or someone new? Ah, I would do both. <laughs> do like somebody new the first half of the movie and they're like getting their 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 legs underneath them. No, I, Ray, I'm now Vigo. Yeah, and then somebody like has Vigo in there, you know, uh, as a painting on the wall and something happens. I don't know. Let me tell you something. <laughs> there are many perks to being the mother of a living God. I'm sure we could get a nice apartment, car, free parking. <laughs> Just don't bring him back. <laughs> oh, no, I wanted to see Giannis come back. Hey, Pete, uh, that guy, William Nick, is it William uh, McNichol? Is that his name? I don't remember. Oh, I just, I watched Ghostbusters 2 last night and oh. every line of his just made me crack up laughing. It's his facial expressions. They're just priceless. Dr. Venkman, I told you there is no here. Oh, we know that. Well, then why are you came? Okay. <laughs> 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 I, I know some people be like, well, this, there's, there's moments in this movie that aren't very realistic. Like, you know. It's Echo Ghostbusters. One, Echo One going fast because it's a 1950s hearse. Or not so a hearse. It's actually. a 1959 Cadillac hearse with a Corvette engine. Yeah. It's the heaviest car known to man. <laughs> it would not go fast. <laughs> it's well, it's got it literally has a Corvette engine in it, though. I know, but it wouldn't go fast. I was like, somebody's gonna be really pissed about their crop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 director, I, uh, Jason Rittman, who is Ivan Rittman's son, obviously, mm-hmm. who was right. on set in, during the originals. <laughs> so yep. that's, and apparently Ivan Rittman yeah. was on set, too, during this. They, they said he, was running, he was six years old and he was running around the set, and Bill Murray was like, yeah, he was a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> of course he was. But he said uh, the day that they filmed that, running through the, uh, the wheat field, that it smelled like... Um, because it kept burning on the engine and uh-huh. you smell it mm-hmm. inside the car. <laughs> Smelling like, oh. bread. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. It's, it's basically smelled like a bakery. <laughs> like, okay. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I'm like something's going to clog that radiator sooner or later. What did you guys think of the, the remote controlled trap? <laughs> that was awesome. That was pretty cool. Although it's uh, you're hard pressed to get me to believe that it can keep up with the car. 
Yeah. yeah. And that the kid wearing um, podcast, who was a cool character, by the way. They did a good job making a nerdy little character. Correct me up. But him with the goggles on inside the car, being able to remote control that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's impossible and it's not going to happen. There's it, some stuff you just have to let go. You you almost have to expect that it was auto tracking. Yeah. Like you kind of yeah. have to suspend disbelief that it's being controlled and just that it's auto tracking yeah. the ghost. And it was a little weird that suddenly they were all good at driving and piloting the little drone and shooting proton using packs using proton out of a packs. while the car is moving. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they did a good job with Phoebe basically destroying the town. That that's right, but time. so she they obviously did that in the first right movies too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They also, when they um, when it was time to put all the suits on, they all grabbed the a bunch of the old suits and just put them on, and they magically. Yeah. Fit. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wait a minute, magically fit and magically had different names on them. You can see on hers though, like the arms and the legs were rolled up. Yeah, they were, lot, and it was just big and baggy on her. Yeah. So I will say the you guys brought up the uh, kid that played Phoebe. Um, yeah. They, she actually had a movie before Ghostbusters where she played a very similar, like genius eccentric style character. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's actually with uh Chris Evans. Uh, it's yeah. a movie called Gifted. Captain America. Where she ba- and so like she solves the like there's a scene and I have the I pulled it up on YouTube but I haven't don't, I haven't clicked it to see what the volume is but basically this. She, the the her stepmom takes her or her grandma takes her to this university and this uh uh, mathematician shows her a problem and she doesn't solve it but she knows it's wrong Hmm. and so her mom brings her back in to show him to show him the answer and she's like well why didn't you answer why didn't you solve it with the first time he's like well my mom never my my mom never told me to be a smart ass um so it's a very eccentric sort of yeah uh young kid don't be yourself. That's a good that she did a good job of coming across as a smart kid who was not mm-hmm. that way. So I, right. I enjoyed that because like, well, you're the main character, so we need people to like you. She <laughs> apparently played some kid in Ready Player One. Who yeah. Was, an elementary school kid. Apparently played young Carol in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So she's already been in the MCU. Hmm. Yep. She must be is she the one on like the playground that got knocked down? Yes. I bet that was the one. She was the one in the go-kart too. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, she was also in uh the the two thousand sixteen Independence Day movie. Yeah, I know I never saw that. <laughs> Captain Marvel. She, she was in one of the Annabelle movies for scary movies. I think that's the one she did was was a scary role. Yeah, yeah I'm not watching scary movies. Uh, no. She was a voice of young Daphne and Scoob. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> She's had another scary, another like creepy movie called Bad Seed. Well, you go yeah. watch those and let us know how they are. Yeah, I did. I'm just kind of looking at her, her IMDb or wiki. Wiki wiki. The guy who played the ghost farmer. Oh, I know him. Interesting. Ghost farmer. It's the guy who played um, Egon's character at the very beginning, but they didn't show his face. Uh huh. What ghost farmer? No, no. The guy who plays Egon in the very beginning of the movie, where he's oh. running, 
from yeah. the Gozer, and it's a, they don't show his face. Right. They just call him played the by farmer. Bob Gutton. He was in. Oh boy, he's been in a lot of stuff. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Bob uh, what? Gunton. You might not know his name, but I'm trying to think of what you guys would recognize him in. So that he was played, a he played uh, Egon, but you couldn't tell, you couldn't see his face. Yeah, isn't that cool? He's probably friends with one of the three. His hair is pretty similar. All right, so go see it. Yes, go see it. Yes, definitely. I know the keymaster. <laughs> yes, oh, I really wanted Rick Moranis to show him up in this, even if it was a cameo. Guys, he lives in New York. We'll see him in the I, second movie. I don't know because he didn't do he did, he turned down a role in the 2016 movie, which doesn't exist, and he turned down apparently an appearance in this one. So, which means after he sees all the money it makes, and that it'll be a very bit part, it'll be like, dude, it'll just be like Winston coming to him and saying, "Hey, we need you to come back and be our." He does, he does Winston's taxes. Yeah, exactly. That's all you need. I need you to do something. I got a new project going on. Oh, yeah? Okay. That'll be really cool. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just... Uh... <laughs> Is it to require me to file a 1099? Okay. So, she's a dog. <laughs> hey, who brought the dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just watched both of the first two in the last two days. Uh, I am a huge Love fan. It. I'm a huge fan. Love it. The whole thing, so you saw the logo at the end of the Ghost Core? Ghost Core. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So apparently that's going to be their version of their MCU. Oh, okay. So it sounds like they're trying to turn this into uh, an even bigger franchise. Like, And I don't know how that's going to work, but... Well, we'll find out. I guess we'll see. Maybe... Maybe they're going to do like Walking Dead where you've got like the main group and that's Walking Dead. And then there's like Fear the Walking Dead, you know, and that's like a different yeah. group where you have some we crossover have, every now and then. We have Ghostbusters and then we have Ghost Blockers. <laughs> or maybe you have like an international. Ghost Stoppers. Like Ghostbusters International, you know, and it's a bunch <laughs> of foreign people and they run around and. They get the German ghosts who live out in the woods and they call them the Smurfs. We're going to go get Smurfs today. I just want to see another movie with with young Miss Spengler and podcast. I maybe, maybe, maybe not the brother. Well, he and, uh, the name now. Have them recruit right. one or two other people. I think they could. I think they could basically restart the operation in New York and have it be like, I don't know, maybe like Ecto-1 exists in New York and then they're able to fly around the country and use like a, a more mobile car, almost like a <laughs> like Knight Rider does, you know, Knight Rider um, where Kit sits in the in the back of the truck. Yeah. So the truck just roams or the, the truck. No, the truck is an airplane. <laughs> the car is in the back of an airplane it just parachutes out the back <laughs> let's go full ridiculous hello <laughs> when they when they turned the sirens on like when he drove it out of the barn 
I thought maybe he would turn them on, and it was kind of fitting that he didn't because he didn't like realize that they were there, or just didn't even care. Just wanted to go joyriding. Yeah. But then when they when they pulled out and they took off after that one ghost, and they cranked the sirens on and the lights and everything, I was just like, "This is awesome." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so if you could have any film vehicle, just one, what would you pick? Vehicle, like an actual vehicle. Any vehicle, you know, since film or TV. What? Film or TV. What is that? Movies or TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, probably Kit. Yeah, it'd be hard not to pick Kit. I knew that's what he'd say. (laughs) Well, the DeLorean would be nice, but it's kind of a one-trick pony. (laughs) <laughs> the Lorians are slow. They're hard to. They have horrible handling. Ecto One has horrible handling. It's giant, fat, heavy. Yeah, but you heard the engine that Doc put in the Delorean. I mean, that thing oh. sounded beefy. But it was fake. <laughs> well, it's not real. If we're, if we're having a vehicle from TVs or movie, it's as real as you want it to be. Oh, then I want Viper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna go by. It exists in our reality, except it is does everything that it does in the film or TV's reality. Then I'm going to pick Viper because that car is badass. <laughs> it does everything. <laughs> so the, they got right. One of the things they got right in this movie that they just don't seem to get right anymore is making like Ecto One is as much a character as anybody else. Yeah. Oh well, we need to talk. They don't about do that anymore. Effects. What? How many practical effects were in this movie? Oh, yeah. And like special effects. And they did yeah. everything they could to not use CGI until they yeah. absolutely had to use CGI. The ghosts and things were CGI, but. Well, and not all of them. Like the, the zombie dude was real. The dogs. The dogs were real most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Obviously, the little versions of um, Stay Puff Man were all CGI. Uh, I have to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> But oh why did they God. show up? Why did they show up? That, yeah, that it was totally happen. random that they would show up. But no, no, it's God. not. It's not. Remember uh-huh. in, the first, in the first movie, they said whatever you pick to be the manifestation of Gozer in this reality, it will always become that. So the very first thing that happened was these little tiny Stay Puff marshmallows Stay Puff start marshmallow. popping up. It's funny. <laughs> so that actually yeah. was legit. And it was okay story-wise to use that again. Oh my god! When they it was hilarious. Like, <laughs> one was walking across the grill and slowly melting, and he just looked so happy. <laughs> there was one next to him who melted through and gave like a thumbs up, like Terminator. Yeah, the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were two that were skewered on the the uh, the like the thing you roast hot dogs or marshmallows with, and the one just like pulling himself toward the yeah. other down the end of the thing. And he's just like, ah. I definitely wanted to see that scene again to see how many little tiny. Oh, my God. There's so much going on. (laughs) Paul Rudd just sells it like, what am I looking at? (laughs) (laughs) I think Paul Rudd has become like um, one of those, um, like a Ryan Reynolds, where he plays the same character and everything, but it's wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Not annoying at all. Where science is the 
Science is the piercing in the nipple of academia. <laughs> That's a great line. Wow. Science is punk rock. It's yeah. the piercing in the nipple of academia. All right. I'm going to play it. Ready? Okay. You guys got anything else to say? Go see it. Yes. yes. Fantastic. Don't see Eternals. See Ghostbusters. No. Yes. That's it. That's it. Ghostbusters, what do you want? What do you want? All right. Ready for some hot news? Hot news. What? what? <laughs> yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> Can't you stop your lips from flapping for two seconds? I don't really have any hot news. I just want to play sound. Well, I know uh, we have Spider-Man coming up. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, that's and then what? two other Spider-Mans. <laughs> One, two. That's in like three weeks. I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. Um, probably after that we will be talking about Hawkeye because it just started. Yeah, I think it's 10 episodes, so that's going to be probably after Christmas. After the New Year, probably. Yeah. I don't know, really. Oh, well, Boba Fett will start by that point, so that'll be Boba cool. Fett. Boba. Who brought him here? Do it. Sorry. Disney did. Yes. It's a good thing Disney doesn't own Ghostbusters. My lord, it would suck. It'd be terrible. Terrible, see? Terrible. It would no longer be in my five. Oh, I did read something this week. I just remembered it. Apparently. Disney's buying Ghostbusters. <laughs> no. Dear God. Please no. They might try. Well, I'm sure they will. And then um, Dan Aykroyd can say, These nuts! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad uh, we're not in these anymore. That's right. The, um... I think... J.J. Abram is getting another Star Wars project. Is that what I read this week somewhere? I thought George uh, Abrams learned nothing, people. Yeah. Sadly, no. Well, he's got this incestuous relationship with Disney, so it only makes sense. Kiss my ass, man. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Piss off, George R. Abrams. Um, have we talked about Doctor Who getting new writers? Can't remember. Um, briefly, I'm not watching it till then. No, I'm not going to watch this. Like the current se- season series is out, and it's getting absolute net reviews, trash, trash, and ratings. Trash. Well, ratings good. <laughs> I think they said a total of thirty thousand people in America watched the premiere of the new season. Wow, that's and like a drop. That's like crap. a like when the when the drop drops in the bucket and those little bits come off of it, that's like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, maybe it'll be a whole year before we get, like it'll be 2023 but before we get the new Davies. Yeah, oh, and Davies. it won't, like I, Jody won't be doing it anymore as far as I know. Like she I, said this I, is her last season, right? I don't, she has, yes. I'm wondering if they can convince her 
to mm. somehow come back or at least make an appearance on one of the on oh, I'm not so sure I want them. I don't I'm not so sure I want her to. I would love to see her doctor interacting with the other doctors. That would be she's, fun. Yeah, she's a fine actress and all, but I don't feel like she's made the role her own yet. I still get vibes of too many others. Like I get really big tenant vibes when I watch her. Yep. In the role. Which is good to start with, but then you got to make it your own. Like Matt Smith, he was not a fan of the show when they when they picked him for the role, and yet he made it his own. Like you, he, his mannerisms, his speech, the way he waved yeah. his hands around, and all that stuff. And he's uh, he's my favorite doctor. That would that he made that his own. Yeah, he's. Just and I don't feel like she's done that yet. Lean on your acting skills people's you got stories or news no no yeah stories no my only story was <laughs> oh sorry spanish flea my i think my only story was the uh the theory that oscar was driving ecto one yeah that's pretty cool i did i i hadn't read that or heard that or even thought of that so i'll take it that'd be sweet awesome it would make logical sense too. Hmm. Maybe Oscar works for Winston. How about the uh, new Matrix movie coming out? What do you guys think about that? I am cautiously optimistic. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I am too. That's a good way to describe it. It's the Wachowskis again. They're whether they're brothers or sisters. I don't, I don't know, but um, <clears throat> I'm yeah. I'm going to give it a shot because I am too. I, I, it feels like they're not just being like, hey, uh, Neo lived, and and this is the continuation story. It's more like, we're not really telling you what's going on. I'm like, oh, okay, good. So is, intrigued. is Morpheus being played by a different actor, or is that a totally different character? Nope, it's a different actor, because he's still playing the young version somehow. I'm so what? My Morpheus, but older everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of cool. It's kind of a cool dynamic. I'm sure story-wise they'll make it make sense, but I'm wondering if this is like a new... Um, you know how the architect sat down with Neo and said, this is the sixth time I have dealt with you know, this particular thing. It's like, what if this is a whole new loop? Vis-a-vis concordantly. Yeah, vis-a-vis shut up. So what if everyone doesn't age except Neo and Trinity? Because maybe it's the same versions? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I'm with you. I'm intrigued. It'll be, it'll be a hard sell if, we, if they expect us to think that Neo and Trinity are the same age <laughs> as they were. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because even in the poster, Neo's got the full Keanu Reeves beard. He's like, no, nah, I'm not shaving this for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well if he's playing even a different if he maybe he's playing a different version just an older version you know because i mean neo well, 1.0 neo neo dies at the end neo neo beta. so so my take on at least what i see in the trailers <laughs> is that this is the loop following the end of three okay so because zion gets more or less beat down Mm-hmm. So they yeah, have they, to rebuild, and they lost pretty much all their ships to get back to 
basically mm-hmm. broadcast depth. So, so, but Neo and Trinity survive and get plugged back in because in, in the end, like Neo dies and gets carried off according, if I remember right. So somehow Mm -hmm. she and him both get plugged back in and because Zion wasn't completely destroyed and people knew about Neo, that's how they're able to find him again and know who he is. Okay. within the matrix so trinity and him are much older than the people who are coming after to coming to find him and honestly i don't think it's i it, they may call him morpheus but i don't think it's the morpheus from the first three movies i think it's a new iteration of morpheus morpheus 2.0 yeah or 7.0 as it yeah. probably would be basically another morpheus from the matrix that has a very similar personality to the original. Yeah. Um, uh, so a new iteration, a much younger iteration. Dude, they made that guy look just like him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's you what I'm saying. Is I think it's I think it's in a, if the Matrix can produce people in certain mm-hmm. ca- character personalities, because yeah. it is handled by a machine. So, and the fact that like the architect has said there have been many iterations of you, to to Neo there are many iterations of Morpheus and this is just the next Mm -hmm. one in the new loop. Except the same Trinity and the same Neo. Because they were plugged back in. So the matrix is going to, and I think so here's, (laughs) so there's another reason why I think that I, I think that think that that may be what, why they, you want to know my reason why they got plugged back in? Because if they can curb him with the, the pill that keeps him under the pill, then a new version of him will not surface. Oh yeah. So it's the way of the machines keeping the peace by putting him back in and keeping him under through totalitarianism. Yes. So that what happened in the first two movies can't happen again. But then because Zion, the people in Zion still know and still knows neon neo neon still <laughs> still possibly exists they find him and it's probably going to spawn what ha- a similar situation to what happened in the first two mm. when they wake him up again so it's going to start another like couple tr- episode trilogy um at least that's my thought if you look at if at least that's what my assumption are based on what i see in the previews Matrix, what's up? Exactly. <laughs> the prophecy is true. Yeah. That guy looks like Lawrence Fishburne, but he ain't Lawrence Fishburne, baby. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be as cool as him. That's a, a good uh, um, uh, theory there, Jared. I like it. I'm hoping. I, I'd be happy with that story. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, hot news! Did you see they cast um, Sabine Wren in the Ahsoka show? No, I didn't. Yep, some lady. Some lady. <laughs> yep, some lady. Natasha Lou Bordizio. I don't know her. I was lady. glancing over her IMDb, and I don't know any of it. But if you put a, a multicolored wig on her head, she probably looked like Sabine. So, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, put her in Mendo armor. 
Yep. Mando, Mando, Mando. Mando. This city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. Well, what do you mean, biblical? Uh, what he means is Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Mayor. Re <laughs> Real wrath of God stuff. <laughs> Fire and brimstone coming from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. I get it. <laughs> mm. uh, that movie. So great. So quotable. Two in the box, ready to go. We be fast and you they be so... slow. There's a series on Netflix called um, the How How We Made It or something like that. It's a it's it's not very long, but it's basically how some of these big time films that we know about got made, like uh, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, and Ghostbusters is one of them. If you have not watched that, go find it, and watch it because it's fascinating. This movie should never have happened. The original. <laughs> Much yeah. less a really good second movie and then a, a revival movie 30 years later. So yeah. it's pretty amazing that we're even talking about it. Very true. So there you now go. Now you know. Don't take my word for it. Don't take my word for it. Go watch it. Yes. If you haven't said, if you haven't got caught that already, we're telling you, go watch it. Go. 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 Bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. Play that beautiful bing footage. <laughs> you don't think I can have one of the proton packs? My little brother really wants one. The proton pack is not a toy. Well, it actually is. <clears throat> that was okay. Spider-Man. You're Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Blue Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, you guys remember that song? Rainbow Stalin. <laughs> Rainbow Stalin. Wow. Maybe we should uh, change the name of the podcast to Rainbow Stalin. <laughs> no. Okay. That might get taken the wrong way. It might. <laughs> oh. Yummy. I guess it ends. I'll replay it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't very long. Next time we'll put some dirt in your eye. Yep. Yeah. Gonna cry? <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> bathroom sounds. It sounds like it's in the background, like of his room. <laughs> Adam, are you sitting on a wooden chair in short pants? You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it. Oh, so gross. <laughs> it is my new favorite now for sure. Man. Jesus. <laughs>